At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Today, I want to talk about the hellscape that is technical diagramming, right? Everybody's nodding their heads right now. Uh huh. And there is a potential solution that I want to share. There was one name that several people brought up. I did some digging, and it's kind of nuts how much this program Miro has for developers. I have to share this. It could potentially be a game changer for you. So my favorite part about Miro is that half the work is already done. Like right now, typically we spend hours starting diagrams from scratch, right? Gathering information, you get buy-in from every team. Uh, You know, following up, that's a lot of work to do. But Miro has a full set of integrations with the tools you're probably already using. And they also offer open APIs and SDKs for custom solutions for all those niche diagramming use cases we have to do, right? So the end result is the same, but it doesn't take forever. It's a massive, massive time saver. I'm transforming basic flowcharts and network architectures, and it all lives in one place. So are you using Miro? Have you used it? I want to hear. At Capella University. You'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Go Wild is a free social community created for and by hunters. This means that unlike mainstream social media, your trophy pictures won't be censored. They're encouraged. As you spend time on Go Wild, you will earn awesome rewards such as gift cards, free swag, and big discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex. You will even earn $10 just for signing up. Visit DownloadGoWild.com and sign up today. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast, where you're going to hear a valuable hunting-based conversation that's tailored for us Southern folk. If you love what we do and would like to support Southern Ground Hunting, you can visit patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting, or you can click on the link in the show notes below. We'd love for you to join the Southern Ground Hunting community today. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash southern ground hunting. You can also support us by leaving us a rating and review on iTunes. It helps more than you know, and we greatly appreciate it. And now, let's get to the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. Uh, Luke Parker's with me. Oh, it's been a minute, bro. It's been a minute <laughs> since been you've been while. on a podcast, hasn't it? Well, well yeah, because, um, you know, the turkey podcast have been rolling out, and I yeah. haven't really been on any of those. So, yeah, yeah it feels, feels good to be back on in the conversation. For sure, man. Yeah, that's a, a great plug for the Limb Hanger Podcast. It's still going on right now. Uh, it's got its own feed, um, just big time right now. Uh, we are in still in the heat of turkey season. I'm getting ready to go to Montana here in two days, so or three days. I'm gonna be in Montana, and so I'm still like I'm still having a hard time even thinking that turkey season's almost over, and it is over for you, Luke. I mean, you're done. Yeah, I was about to say I I didn't even know that you were going to Montana. I'm kind of jealous. 
Yeah. So now it's like I've already shifted because I've, you know, I didn't have any plans to go out of state or anything. So, dude, I hope you kill one. What What would that be for you if you kill one there? What number? Uh, I mean, not enough. I mean, you just go ahead. You just go ahead. <laughs> so I, I killed I four. I killed four in Florida. I mean, nope, nope, did not do that. That would be illegal. Four in Alabama, <laughs> two in Florida. Um, and then I've got this Montana trip and a Kentucky trip or whatever. Um, dude, it's wild. That's like, awesome. like, um, I met people like, uh, Dave Owens has talked about this before when you're talking numbers, right? Like with deer, like I'll tell somebody, yeah, I killed so and so many bucks last year with turkeys. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause it's still not enough. Like it doesn't matter how many you shoot. You just always kind of want to keep going back. You just want to go so get true. more with turkeys. I'm, I mean, with deer, once I've killed like a limit, usually I'm so tired and wore out that I, I welcome the break, you know, like, yeah, but. But man, it's good to have you back on. Today, we are going to be talking about deer because two of our buddies that uh, we've had on the show, Tyler and Casey from the Element Podcast are with us, and uh, and man, you guys are cranking out some deer videos like crazy. How's it going out in Texas, boys? It's the season, right? (laughs) Gotta love some deer hunting, man. Oh yeah. Going good. We've come back from New Mexico right now, so just uh, driving across some of the worst parts of our home state. Hey, easy now. Are y'all driving through Midland, Odessa right now? <laughs> no, we, uh, we're they close. wouldn't let us in. We're too, too redneck. Man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's be fitting for whatever's going on at the border. You just drive on by and nobody will stop you. No, that's right. That's man. It. Preoccupied. We're driving fast, <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all are in the, the homeland, my homeland. Uh, and yeah, actually, don't worry. When y'all, uh, when y'all got on the phone a while ago and we could see your video, I was like, man, that, that area looks familiar. Uh, yeah. Flat. Kind of flat. Desolate. Kind of yeah. You talking about because we had our shirts off or what? <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. Uh, I can't grow chest hair, man. <laughs> well, fellas, a lot has changed for y'all since, um, since we, we spoke last, like, Yes, sir. Y'all are y'all are on a whole new, a whole other level. Yeah. Well, I yeah, but I wouldn't call it a level up. You know, you know, sometimes they ain't just going a side trip. That's kind of where we're at these days, I think. You know, but <laughs> we've been doing um, filming for Meat Eater, doing some stuff there, and we're putting out videos over there on their channel some now too. So, uh, got a lot of stuff going on, man, and it's pretty fun, really. It's it's uh, it's been a good opportunity to kind of reach some new audience, you know, and. Uh, get some much needed southern accents on the meat eater channel you know i mean come on golly gotta try to represent a little bit you know (laughs) (laughs) dude y'all y'all are y'all are absolutely crushing it but the thing that we uh the thing that we really want to talk about is y'all just started dropping this this new series called the truck truck buck or buck truck which one is it buck truck truck. buck truck tell us about buck truck well uh buck truck I just give you the intro. It says two buddies hopping to pick up out of the country chasing deer. This is Buck Truck. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> perfect. That's, that's how. That's uh, uh, pretty much just um, a synopsis of what we do, you know. And, and I don't know. It's kind of uh, like we boiled down the basic form of the way we and made videos about it, and it comes around pretty natural when you do it that way, you know. Because uh, I mean, gosh, we uh, um, literally do that. We 
hop in the pickup and go find some deer to try to hunt them and, and have fun doing. Now, fellas, did y'all buy a, a whole new truck for this series? Uh, this is a burner truck, so I'm pretty much, <laughs> you, you as a public land hunter, you know. It's like, golly, if you put your truck in there, then you're done. Like, your career's <laughs> over until you get a new truck, so... I can't, I can't hunt out of my truck anymore after this year. So if anybody on know a good car, used car salesman, let me know. I might be in the market. Oh man. So, so you had this, this idea to basically just do what you were already doing. And what I can tell you guys were already doing was killing big bucks pretty dang consistently. Um, Yes. We've talked about, we've, we've talked with y'all on this show about it and, you know, uh, you boys, y'all get after it, and and it and it definitely seems like this past season, uh, maybe you you hit some newer newer areas. It, it really felt like y'all had the best season ever last year. I don't know if that's true or not, but it seemed like it was. Uh, thank you, Parker, uh, for sure. And uh, it was far and away a huge blessing. I mean, I think between both of us definitely you know as far as the element goes it's probably our best season uh i killed a good many deer like a lot for me and i killed my biggest deer this past year which is you know i, I just couldn't believe it and i just i started out the year kind of shooting smaller deer i'm kind of uh i like to shoot stuff and i i know that you kind of feel the same way you know so yep. like sometimes it's 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 not fun to pass a little one because you might want to shoot that one too so <laughs> i started sure. out shooting a few started out shooting a few uh, medium bucks as i like to call them and uh and then uh it did happen to kill a big one later so casey one, one of the things i love most about you guys is that like whenever you say like uh, you know, I will kill a forky. Like it's not a joke. You actually mean that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that that just speaks to my heart. You know, what I'm, like it just gets home. You know? Uh, yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks. I think it's because you know, home is uh, is a place where um, the deer don't always grow quite as big. You know, and that's one of the reasons we travel. Go find some big deer. You know, in different states, whatever. But you know, uh, Parker knows East Texas pretty well. We all kind of grew up in a place where, you know, if it had uh, a rack and it was legal you shot it it was fun and you know you don't want to venture too far from that fun side of hunting you know you make it tough or like a grind or whatever you want to call it and you lose the fun and you kind of kind of lose a big part of why i like it at least absolutely i mean so this is one of the reasons why i love turkey hunting so much is because like if it's a gobbler you just you shoot it you know what I mean? Like if, it, if, it's a, if it's a gobbler, you shoot it. And if it's got, you know, some, some big spurs or a long beard or something like that, like that's a plus, but I mean, I, or so, in Luke's case, Parker, if it looks like a gobbler, Hey, my case too, brother. I ain't ashamed. Listen, I said, I've said in my videos, I ain't afraid to shoot a Jake. Just like y'all aren't afraid to shoot a Forky. I'll do both in the same day. If I can, Hey, I've been, I chased, all the mountains this week trying to find a Jake and couldn't do it. So I guarantee you. I'm right freaking rip one, man. And I'm not scared. <laughs> hey, our man Tyler here just shot his first Miriams in the mountains on public ground. Yeah, it. On like day one, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Day, uh, morning two. Morning number two. Morning two. That's quick. Yeah, we uh, we should have had it done on the first day and Casey and I were hunting together and uh, we can talk each other into anything, so we got too aggressive, if you can imagine that. Yeah. 
We came from the big head, if you know what the big head means. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, hmm. fellas. That, I mean, New Mexico is on my list of places to go and hunt, and it's it's unfortunate that I never have because I grew up literally – I was born 20 minutes from the New Mexico border um, yeah. in Seminole, Texas. Uh, yeah. like, hey, we just went through there. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Man, that's an ugly place. I can't believe you left, dude. I can't believe you're there. It's popping. Is it popping now? They got some. They got some clubs going on now. No, they got mummies. Hey, we ate lunch there, dude. They got more taquerias than Daco Nuevo Mayo. You know, across the line, dude. I mean, that's a good place to stop and eat. I guarantee you that. Uh, You know what? And then if you want to get stabbed, you could just stop in Hobbs, New Mexico. And, uh, yeah, we've been there. <laughs> you just have a great trip all around. But no, I've always wanted to go there. Um, <laughs> I've always wanted to go and hunt New Mexico for turkeys, particularly because I can remember growing up. I mean, we would, we, we weren't super into turkey hunting, but we'd drive through there, go into Cloudcroft or somewhere like that for a trip, and there'd be turkeys everywhere. And so, uh, when I saw that you guys were there, I was a little bit jealous, man. Uh, I wish I would yeah. have done that a long time ago. It was tough. It was very tough, actually. We the, we we thought after that first two days, we were like, "Man, this is gonna be awesome. We're about to be buying tags for all these camera guys." And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we we killed that one, and then we spent the rest of the time just just walking mountains, pretty much. You know, my legs my legs fell off actually. That's why I'm not driving. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, KC, I was listening to you guys' podcast today, actually, um, driving to, to work. And could you share with everybody kind of like the story of how Buck Truck came about? Like, like didn't you tag out early and then – or like like something like that, and then you rode around and saw a, some, a bunch of bucks or something like that? Yeah. He so, tapped out early, actually. <laughs> actually, yeah, I just gave up. <laughs> no, I, I love to, man. So, uh, Buck Truck, uh, of course, every everybody's kind of got a Buck Truck, right? If, you, if you're right. a hunter – you kind of like hunt out of your truck most of the time. Like it's, it's, you got to take your vehicle to get somewhere. So it's just kind of like a thing that happens, right? Well, we were in South Dakota, uh, and we'd split up in a couple different groups to do some scouting. And, uh, man, the buck truck, my truck just happened to be the one that just kept on finding the bucks. We were driving around glassing and looking at stuff, you know. And we kind of started joking about it then, uh, about it being the buck truck. And um, that kind of – followed throughout the season i think that was 21 and then at the very end of 2021 i shot a deer with tyler behind the camera uh kind of like you know the ogs out there doing it in oklahoma on some public ground and uh that's when like the buck truck just like got you know etched into steel as as to like that's that's the buck truck dude because everywhere it goes we take bucks home in it so that's uh that's kind of how it came to be um and of course there's been a few uh Bucks and Tyler's truck as well, though. So, but it's 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 uh it has a different nickname that I don't I don't know if we can tell that one on air or not. It's not bad, but you know it just might give away too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like the the beast of blank WMA. <laughs> there might be a color. There might be a color involved, so we gotta keep it on the deal. Right, I gotta keep it on the deal. Can't, can't let y'all know what color it is. <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, that's uh that I didn't I didn't realize that, that that happened but KC one of the things that I did notice last year um I guess it was last year you know you you had a, a rough couple of years around when I first met you guys uh you had a tough yeah. couple of years 
Um, I, I, I remember <laughs> what. That's an handsome before that too. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember one one video in particular where uh, you killed like a spike or or something like that. It was a legal East Texas deer, um, which is which is crazy. But then you you had the the one pretty substantial deer from two seasons ago, and I remember that one really well. Loved that video. It was an awesome video. And then last year it was Thanks, like man. it was like the floodgates opened up for you and you were just dropping them like crazy what changed like what were you doing something different like were you just like new tactics like what was going on there that's a that's a great question man uh um, i would say first off um i'm a believer as you are so i feel like a big part of this is god just willed me to kill more deer this year you know and um that's a huge part of it but if you want to know like details about my life and how it changed. I think just a heavier commitment to um, making sure that I was putting the time in that I needed to, to go and, and go to places where I can go shoot deer. You know, I, I uh, for a blue collar background, right. I mean, I just have been a carpenter most of my life and uh, had to work to, to, uh, you know, be able to go hunt just a little bit. And God has blessed us with the opportunity to do this for a living now, which is, great you know and, and within that i get to hunt a lot more so i think that um that's a big part of it it's just making sure i have time and i hope that's uplifting to people as opposed to you know something that makes me sound pompous or like a spoiled brat but you know um i'm just thankful for the, the opportunities really you know and and i don't think i mean i'm sure i've gotten a little bit better at hunting um but i think that just put in the time is a really important thing, no matter what scale you're doing that, you know, and I understand that not everybody, uh, wants to, <laughs> to try to quit their jobs and try to film hunts for a living, you know, cause that that's hard on your family. And I wouldn't really, uh, suggest it, but, um, whatever you're doing, if, if you are passionate about it, I would say making sure that you're committing enough time and that's going to help you, uh, kill more deer. I'd like to add to that, actually, because it's hard to talk about yourself and killing deer and just without sounding like a guy's bragging on himself. So I'll just add to it from my perspective that um, KC is one of the probably the most observant person I've ever met in my life. Literally cannot get something by him. I mean, <laughs> and it's crazy, but we'll be walking through the woods, man, and he'll see he'll be like a rub up there and you'll walk what seems like a quarter mile before you see the rub. I mean, it's like <laughs> unreal. You know, he, he seriously, he sees everything. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's ADD to the max is what it is. <laughs> but it, <laughs> there, there's a funny meme floating around. I don't know if y'all seen it, but uh, it's, I just noticed it this week there and it's uh, says, you're not a jack of all trades. You just have ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm somewhere on that spectrum. Yeah, for sure. But it's, it is like that's, I mean, it plays into um, him being able to just uh, see a lot of things. And then he really is a brilliant person too. So he can like take all the information that he observes and he can actually compile that and figure. I mean, I literally, I don't, I've hunted with some people, man, not just a ton of people, but I'm hunting with some people. I've never, I've never met anybody that hunts as hard as the will to not just give up. And even when you're just extremely tired and I can see sometimes I can see his face like, his face will literally be a different face because it's so tired. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, this is a different human, you know? And, uh, and he still just pushes through and it's, it is what ends up 
you know, getting him a lot of kills a lot of time. And he'll he'll kill on the sixth or seventh day of a trip, you know. And and we're all just beat, man. And I, you know, I I I, I got to give it to him. Man. He just pushes and pushes and pushes uh, to the point that you know, finally he'll he'll put all of it together. And he's always just looking out the window, man, trying to figure something new out. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. that I feel like y'all just had a moment. There's probably a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that was 100. Yeah. There's like a moment, and then like the whole shirts off earlier. You know, my lord, Jesus, the buck trucks. It's like yeah. let's all just join in. Hey, so, hey, uh, <laughs> Drew, I'm gonna. I know you had something to say, but I, Drew, hopped on the call after we uh, after we said everybody was here. So, Drew, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it. I've been I've been looking forward to talking with Tyler and KC for for a long time, and 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 so um, I'm. A, I'm excited to be here. And I mean, Casey, I hear they're I having ask. a, I hear they're having a moment in the buck truck. So maybe you can, maybe you can join. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I don't mind filming, fellas. Okay, like, listen, I, I was about to say, go what, are we, living, I'm what good. are we talking about? Listen, <laughs> what are we talking about here? Hey, hey, you know, I'm, I'm only, I'm only 300 pounds. You know, I can fit behind you, you know, film and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you okay, can film all the positions. <laughs> I'm lost. But Casey, one, one, one of the things that I did want to ask is kind of follow up with Parker's question, because it, it seems that um, you hunt from the ground a lot and which is one of the things I really enjoy. And it seems like you have found a lot of success with that in the last couple of years. Um, so what were your thoughts on going to the ground? Um, and then also uh, maybe some tips, because I know like you're, the first video of Bug Truck, man, and you, if you could share this story too, like, why didn't you shoot that deer that was at eight yards, Casey? I just got to know. Like, he was he was at eight yards. Like, so so kind of walk us through the whole ground game and all and, and all that stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, uh, I had to think about which deer you're talking about uh, because that was such a sad story. There were so many. There were so many. He had to think about which deer it was. <laughs> It was it was the one that that uh, ran from yeah. like fifty yeah. and ran straight at you. Yeah, that was a bad deal. Uh, so uh, let me go kind of the first part of your question about the ground hunting thing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of have a theory on deer hunting and hunting in general uh, that the more encounters you have, the more you learn, and the more often that you uh, give yourself a chance of success. I got, I don't, I don't really believe in luck, but I do believe in probability because like, that's just the way things work, right? Like there's, there's ratios to how things work all the time. So if you're going to try to kill a deer, you should probably up your encounters. And I feel like, I feel like, sounds like that in certain parts of the U.S., especially, you know, once you get west of the Mississippi and things open up a little bit that on the ground, if you move around, you can find, or at least up your encounter numbers quite a bit and uh you know i've been in a tree before and you're blasting a bucket 400 yards and you're like oh that's cool maybe he'll come over here well if you just you know aren't in the tree you can go to him and that's uh kind of the my theory on the ground hunting stuff and you know too you know truth be told uh it's better it, it makes for good footage on the ground it's fun to watch and that's what we do we film what we do so you know if we're being you know just uh really honest it, it, it's also a lot of fun to do and a lot of fun to watch. So that's one of the reasons that we hunt on the ground. And um, I think that uh, I enjoy it more than in a tree too. Now there's times where it's fun to be in a tree, especially like part of the rut and the deer are coming by, but man, 
if it's October 12th and it's 80 degrees, like there's a real good chance that a deer's not going to come by where you're sitting. So you might have to go walk around and find them. Um, now to talk about that specific incident you're talking about where that deer was at like eight yards. Um, I, <laughs> it's so sad, dude, but, um, we had spotted these deer from a long ways off, uh, and made a huge loop to try to go get in this little bowl where they were bedded. And as you can see from, from the video, we got really close and on the way in, I'd seen a coyote and didn't think much of it, just kind of remarked about it. And then while I'm dialing my sight to 60 yards, I see the deer go on alert, but they're not looking at us. They're looking down. And I've got pins set for 60 yards, and there's a big giant buck looking me in the eyeball at eight yards. And I, I don't know what to do, you know, because, you know, in hindsight, I probably could have uh, just shot since okay. he was point blank and uh, killed him, but. I don't know. Uh, I did. I decided it was like day two of the hunt. I didn't want to take a marginal shot for that, you know, and, uh, you know, we all lived to, to fight another day after that deal. But yeah, so yeah. Um, a coyote spooked him right in our laps and I was unprepared for the situation. That's, that's what happened. Well, and also Casey, one, one of the things that, that I love about you guys too, is like, it, it, it was just so cool to see the interactions and the reactions of, of a couple different, you know, first two episodes of Bug Truck, but like, um, I'll be honest, Casey, I was, I was yelling at you to shoot him. Like when I was watching the video, I was like, shoot, you know, I was like, shoot, you know? And, and of course I wasn't there, but, uh, but I was, I was hollering. And then, but you, you, you always have such a great outlook with that's one of the things that I respect most about you, Casey, is that you like, you were like, okay, let's just go find another one, you know? Um, as opposed to some people on this podcast that will remain nameless, um, Parker, uh, that totally gets all of his feels and it's like, I'm the worst hunter ever. And <laughs> hey, listen, yeah. listen, I want to, I want to say something. I want to say something here. Uh, um, Tyler. Luke's laughing too. I, I feel, I feel that Tyler can relate more to me on this end. Yeah. Yes. Um, I would agree. Yes. So it, the way that dynamic works, I appreciate that dude, by the way, because I try to be optimistic, but this is how we work in the moment. We spooked a turkey the other day on the first day. And I could tell for about five minutes that Tyler may not have wanted to move from his position because he was so sad. And I was like, let's go find another one. And then now we're driving home and I'm really sad. And he's like, he's long gone over it, you know? So we just manage that in a different way. Like I, after the hunt, I'll get real down about stuff sometimes, you know, but like in the moment I'm like optimistic, ready to rock and roll. Whereas Tyler thinks about things for a while and he's probably because he's a very thoughtful person he puts a lot of work into working his right. way through situations and learning from them and um then like you know a day or two later he won't even it won't even be bothered and i'll be like man that one got away from us we got whatever yeah it's, it's just a different way of managing it i guess it's just really cool to see the dynamic because you're just like let's go find another one you got tyler like dry heaving up in the tree you know, and it's like, it's like, so it, I just, I, I just love it because it's so relatable because, because we've all been there, you know? Yeah. 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 Man, you know, it, it takes me a little bit, but the, the first couple minutes are rough. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to know more about saddle hunting? Well, you 
can go to tetherednation.com for all your saddle hunting needs. Tethered is for saddle hunters, by saddle hunters, and they're redefining ultralight hunting. If you know me, you know that I love to have a system for all of my hunting equipment. Everything works together, and we preach about it a lot on this podcast. When you buy from Tethered, you can rest easy knowing that all your gear is designed to work together as a system. Saddles, platforms, ropes, climbing sticks, and a ton of other great gear just for saddle hunting can be found by visiting tetherednation.com today. That's tetherednation.com. Check them out. Whether you're looking for a new knife for the field or the perfect everyday carry, you've got to check out Join or Die Knives from Richmond, Virginia. Join or Die is a small shop and a custom knife maker dedicated to creating handmade knives that are cut above the rest. They make custom handmade knives to fit any need from the field, the kitchen, or just an everyday carry. And they come in several different steel and finish options. They've also got a ton of options for the handle as well. Plus, if you don't see something you like, you can always order a completely custom knife forged to your exact specs. I highly recommend you check them out. Get yours at joinordieknives.com and use the code SGHUNT to save 10%. That's all uppercase, all one word, S-G-H-U-N-T. You, you gotta be... So, so here's the thing I like about, about you guys, and, and particularly Casey in this instance, no offense, Tyler, um, but you know, you do have, you do have those moments, right. Where, uh, you can tell like something is hitting hard. Uh, I remember watching a video. Um, I think it was from South Dakota maybe where you shot a buck and it seemed to be a good shot right at dark and then didn't recover that buck, uh, looked for it the next few days, you know, something that everybody can relate with. Uh, and in that instance, Casey, I wouldn't say that you were necessarily like, positive happy-go-lucky Casey you were like genuinely you know it, it genuinely hits you in the feels and like you know speaking of what Drew's talking about being super relatable I think all hunters can kind of relate to that you know it, it doesn't matter um it doesn't matter how positive of a person you are not recovering a deer is a tough thing to get over um and, and I do kind of want to, I want to talk about this with you guys, because I know like, um, there were a couple of those situations that happened. I don't know if they happened this past year, but, um, they've happened, you know, in, in seasons past and they've happened to me. Like the part of the reason I'm asking this question is because I'm genuinely curious, you know, the more you hunt like you guys do, like I do, um, going out of state a lot, traveling a lot, the more you do this, uh, this pressure seems to just eat, eat you alive because you have a certain amount of days that you have to get it done in this place that a lot of times you've never been to before or whatever uh, but but our time is limited there and we end up rushing situations um, rushing things that could have potentially worked out in our favor um, how are you guys managing that you know like I know I know y'all are really like balls to the wall let's go let's do this thing you know but how are you guys focusing on we've got a week and a half to to hunt this property. How are you guys doing that? Yeah, I mean, I think that one thing that I have to, well, first of all, I'd like to mention that you, you apparently haven't read the comments because not everybody's been in a situation where they've lost a deer for some reason. It's crazy, but not everybody has lost a deer uh, or, or made a bad shot even. It, that's, there's some people that are just perfect shots. But 
to answer your question, uh, you know, one thing that we have to realize, there's definitely a pressure that we put on ourselves, Casey and I, personally. Um, I I have been in pressure-filled situations a lot. Um, I know, Parker, that you play live music and have, or have at least, you know, and, and that's a pressure situation, right? You have to remember your parts. You got to remember uh, the words. You got to do the right things. You got to, you know, even look cool on stage or whatever. And so, like, all those things are, it's an anxious process. And so, the more that you do that stuff, the more you do stuff that puts pressure on you, the more you can kind of deal with that pressure, I think. And I don't know if there's like a way to apply that for people who maybe don't have a very pressure filled life. They're probably going to live a lot longer for one, but, and so it's not bad, but I mean, definitely that pressure is, is easier to deal with when you have dealt with it a lot. And, um, I definitely have, I've been in a lot of pressure filled situations. So that, that definitely helps, but you also have to remind yourself every time you go out, uh, especially if you're traveling, right? Like you're probably traveling to a place that's pretty good deer hunting. Uh, otherwise you're just trying to kind of, uh, you know, get off on the pain or whatever, I guess. But the, the idea is that literally it takes seconds to kill a deer. You know what I mean? So, uh, at any time, there's no reason to be on a five day or a week long trip and get too anxious about, uh, you know, killing something, if, if you're continuing to learn, if you're continuing to build a plan, um, because you, you should know that like, it, it only takes a second for a deer to walk in and kill it. Right. It doesn't take five days. So it takes five days to figure out how to get to that moment. So I think that's something that's maybe hopefully encouraging, but as far as like breaking down and actually talking tactics here, I mean, we, we tend to do, we did this just recently when we were turkey hunting, uh, but we drove for three days. I mean, we, that's what we did pretty much. It's not fun, but you just, we're just driving and we're trying to really cover a lot of ground. And the main thing that, that we do, in case you reminded me of this uh, a couple days ago, we're eliminating ground. And that's, and the, you know, he can always put a positive spin on something. So we run around for like a, like two days and can't get nothing to hammer anywhere. And and uh, KC gets back in the truck one time and he goes, well, we're eliminating the ground. And that's what we're doing. I mean, you take, in, you take a, an area and get rid of 85% of, of it because of the things that you're deducting as you go. And suddenly you you now got 15% to deal with. And you can see what you have since seen success with relay into other parts of that 15%. Hopefully that makes sense. Hey, I'd like to add on to that, too, uh, since we're having moments around here. One of the moments that I have with Tyler is that uh, one of the things that helps me not feel as pressured is that I know that if Tyler's going to take up my slack. Like, if I don't find a deer to shoot or I don't I, – I mess something up, like, I know that dude is working his tail off to do as good as he can, too. And it might be borderline communism. I don't like to look at it that way, but we have a lot of weed deer around here. You know what I mean? And, and, or weed turkey. We had a weed turkey this week for sure. And so, like, um, it's it's it feels – good to be able to run around with somebody that you know you can rely on to be a good hunter to make good choices and to be working their tails yeah i mean you'll see that buck truck yeah there's we've we've joked about it but like people are going to watch some of this stuff and they're like man those guys are kind of mean to each other it's really just us i mean we we don't really we're actually not at all mean but we're very straightforward when we talk to each other so it because we want to shoot all the holes in the boat and, and make sure you know one way or another it finds a way to flow but he you know, he'll, he'll say something. I mean, in the first episode, Nebraska, 
I said something about a tree, uh, one tree out in this out in this open stuff that I thought trails would go by. And he goes, I think that's the scariest tree on the property. And then, you know, it's just he's just gonna shoot it straight. And I'm doing the same for him. And it seems very dry and, and not very caring at times, but we have to work through this stuff quickly and try to figure out how to, you know, what's good and what's bad. And it, that's another thing, man. If you're gonna go out of state, taking a buddy that can hunt pretty well is a good thing to have. Dude, yeah, like that that is one thing that I have noticed is I feel I like hunting solo and I do it a lot just because a lot of, I don't have a lot of buddies who have my schedule, um, for, yeah. for being able to travel. And so I do end up doing a lot of stuff by myself, but I notice when I go to a camp and there's, you know, some solid hunters in there, you know, like, like the guys that are like really serious about it and you, you know, they're going to make the right. Like Drew and Luke, basically. Just like Drew and Luke is what I'm talking. Yep. Thank you. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I prefer corn, corn balls. So, I'm going to take my dang shirt off. Uh, Luke, I, I would say otherwise, but we've hunted a couple times. I don't think we've ever seen a deer together. <laughs> Most of the time I'm going to Parker's places, so that's his fault. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah that's that's true. That is true. Well, Parker took me turkey hunting one time and sank my kayak and almost killed me. So you know, I was about to like, say, and yeah. got mad at you for and, not and, killing turkey. And they got mad at out. me. Yeah, yeah. Told you never come back hunting. Yeah. But then you got him on a turkey this year, Drew. Let him go on your property, and he shot a turkey. Yeah, I shot not two, just one. Luke. I shot two of them. Uh, we're just. I shot two the, of them on Luke's or on Drew's property. Well, that gum. I didn't get an invite for that other one. Whatever. That's false. That's false. Anyways, I don't <laughs> even remember what we were talking about. Sorry, um, boys. As, as you can tell, we we got to vent some stuff out. Uh, we're having a, <laughs> we're having a moment over <laughs> here. Apparently, we're having a moment. We're having a uh, moment over here. It's so, easier to do in the public for sure. Don't worry, guys. But no, I, I I'm with you. Like you go on these trips with with people, and you're able to bounce things off of each other, and really figure out some some very valuable information. Um, just just through that from hunting with other people. I imagine with you guys both, like that's a that's a pretty big benefit all the time being able to hunt with each other. It's huge. It's the it's maybe the most important. So I mean, even like uh even like from a uh spiritual and just overall like uh attitude perspective too man so one of the things that i've that i've noticed about you guys that that's kind of new here in the last couple of years y'all have been growing the team the element team um i mean it seems like at first i was like oh cool they're adding some camera guys but i feel like i see the the other guys hunting just as much as y'all for the most part so it was like are y'all yeah. expanding the whole team or is this just like cameramen like What's going on? I feel like y'all are building an empire. Are you? Is this your application or what? What's the <laughs> yeah. So basically, I'm saying, let's go. Hey, well, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. No, we we are, we're we're not really expanding a lot currently. Uh, we knew that we needed some help, and uh, we were able to get a little free help for a while, uh, and then just been blessed to be able to help. You know, to pay these guys, I guess. Uh, to be candid and um now you know we have a pretty core group that uh is probably going to be the same for a while um but you know it's it's there there's a couple of good hunters you know what i mean and so um on days off they are uh they're doing some hunting and one and one reason you might see, feel like you see them as much as us is because we just took my and KC's whole season and condensed it down into seven films and 
and waited till May to put them out, you know. So we didn't get to put a whole lot of stuff on the Element channel this year. Uh, they're all going on Meat Eater over the next uh, couple months here. So it's uh, it was it kind of hurt to not be able to, you know, put a whole lot of our deer stuff out this year on, on the Element channel. But uh, it's just the way the Meat Eater operates. And, and, um, and it also allowed me to sit around on the couch and, make this literally the best edits that I've ever, ever done, you know, and it's, it is the best project film project I've ever been a part of. And I'm really, really stoked at how it turned out. It was actually really hard to make these into 30, 40 minute episodes, you know? That's awesome. Yeah. And and so go ahead. We've got a, we got Greg, Eric and Michael. Those are kind of the, the core guys that are back here with us all the time. And then, you know, you'll see Hunter, Chris, and Brian. That's everybody, right? I don't believe anybody. I think that's right. Okay. Right. And those, those are like, you know, friends of ours that'll be around on stuff that can kill stuff and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, Greg, Michael, and Eric are going to be our, our guys that, you know, that y'all kind of familiar with filming us and, and doing stuff with us. Uh, Greg's right in the back seat right now, actually listening to one side of this conversation, kind of wondering what the heck's going on. He's a that. huge <laughs> fan of yours, Drew. Huge fan of yours, man. What? He's a huge fan of yours, Drew. I, I didn't know I had fans. Look at that. Yeah, you got one, dude. Start, got a, one. Oh, start a Patreon. Hey. <laughs> I'm, I'm down for it. So Drew's a pastor, so Patreon would probably not uh would would probably be welcomed. I would yeah, imagine. Hey, PayPal. PayPal, right? I guess. Yes. 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 Yeah. Tyler, and Casey, one of the things I I wanted to cover with you guys was just your the evolution of the element, you know, like, um, I know me and me and Parker uh, got on you guys pretty early when it was just you, I mean, j- just y'all two, you know? And so, and it, and it seems like, especially in the YouTube world now, and I know, I know even around here, you know, here, here, here in the South, there's, there, there seems to be groups of guys that are getting up and forming like collabs. Um, you, you always see like, or you, you're seeing a rise of like two or three guys getting together, making YouTube videos. And, and so, if someone's wanting to kind of do that, you know, get into the YouTube game with, with, with some of their buddies, like just take us through the evolution. And, and I know that's like an 18 hour question, you know, but like, it, <laughs> yeah, but like, just take us through like the shortened version of like the, cause everyone sees the highlights. Everyone sees seven episodes of buck truck and goes, Oh my gosh, that's awesome. You know, but they forget the price that was paid the past five years. Mm, preach it, you know? Drew. Of all that. Yes. Hey, I will. My Patreon is. The price you know, that so, was paid. I say, I'm giving to it right People now. People forgot and about so, the price that was paid. They, they forgot about it. And <laughs> and so, uh, but just, just kind of speak to that, like, like the evolution, Hey, just you two. And then you kind of had, you got some more people coming on and now more people coming on. And, and, and just, so just talk to that if you don't mind. Yeah. I mean, this, like you said, it's pretty hard to kind of condense down, but I can just tell you some, Maybe some character traits. If you're looking to kind of do some stuff with people that are important, uh, I mean, finding if you're wanting to film stuff and kind of do the YouTube thing, finding people that are loyal and hardworking. I mean, that's that's going to be about as good as this. Todd talks about it a lot, especially with some of our camera guys or all of them. I should say, they saw them, somebody's like, <laughs> that's more of just like a generalized term you use. You know, it's having somebody who's loyal, man, you know, and, and trustworthy, like yeah. you can overcome a lot of other stuff, but if you know that that dude, to use the cliche, has got your back, you know, no matter what, then you can, you can overcome a lot of differences, you know, and I think that's, 
that's a huge thing on that front. And and being selfless is, is probably a thing. Sure. And that's something that us as men are all going to struggle with because um, one of the things that comes along with being a hunter is a lot of time an alpha type mentality. So, you know, the, the spirit's always working against the flesh and vice versa, right? So um, being able to say, you know what, this is a great time for me to not worry about killing a deer myself and make sure that this guy gets his on film or, or whatever it may be, you know, uh, I think that's a pretty important thing to do. You know, there's, there's always going to be times, especially with me because I'm like kind of, uh, dumb when it comes to technology stuff and different things, you know, but like there's always going to be times whenever, uh, somebody has to take up somebody else's flag, but just, um, making sure that you're not, uh, weight in that situation you're not a load that's being bared but you're instead you know finding ways to help and do and go and, and whatever you can i think that's that's pretty a pretty big deal and um you know todd and i throughout the years have kind of worked on that stuff and um we joke you know and this is always the common joke right but like uh it's almost like we're married right because we are together so much uh very platonic relationship we have even though we have our moments as, as y'all been trying to say you know? but um uh, you know it's knowing that there is um something deeper there and you know if we can be frank like Tyler and i are bonded on a spiritual level because we're both believers so, yeah we know we know that the blood of christ saves all or not all to save all but you get what i'm saying that was mis- for sure misspoken there you know but don't believe most, that's for those who believe yeah, yeah. most but, calvinist like, thing ever we, said on this podcast <laughs> literally literally <laughs> um i'll open yeah, up yeah, the bible get, right I, now don't you I get, worry <laughs> i get calling the weeds on that but uh you know we we are bonded together as brothers and believers and since we have that common faith, then, um, you know, that, that unites us no matter what. And we know that there's not going to be a true hatred between one another and yeah. we can build around that. Dude, and like, I mean, we're, we've had some arguments, you know, and some debates. And so it's not, it's not peaches and cream all the time, but like there is, uh, to me, there, I mean, you think about creation and the way that the world was created to be and the harmony that was created there. Um, as believers, that's what we're, that's what our, we're striving for. You can say that we're hateful or whatever you want to say about it, but what we're striving for is, is a true love, not, not an emotion, but, it, but an actionable fruit of the spirit that outpours, right? And if that is what you're striving for, then you're, you're, you're going to live in a, in a world that is, you know, essentially, serving others and so but at the same time like kc is serving towards me as well and that's what he's kind of speaking to is like you care about the wee bird or the wee deer as much as you care about the me deer or whatever then then that's that's how we were originally humans were created to be and so i mean we're getting deep here but like that that is a, a truly important uh aspect of what we do because this there's certainly people who don't believe that you get along, but they're very few and far between. And, and so that, that's how we have made it through. I mean, we've been close to, to stopping this thing a couple of times. Like we've been close. I've been at the point where I'm like, dude, instead of, uh, I'd rather not be at odds with each other and just not do this than continue on and just be frustrated right now, you know? And there's been a few times, but it's not often. And 
it hasn't happened in a long time. Yeah. Um, so a lot of growth and maturity happens as you just get older. I got yeah. a long way to go, you know, but at the same time, uh, I'm just thankful for, uh, you know, the perseverance uh, that God has provided us to be able to kind of go through this thing and, and to mature and not, uh, you know, come to blows or anything and, yeah. and uh, have uh, cooler heads prevail. KC's uh, actually also really, um, like, uh, uh, surprisingly level-headed in an argument. I, 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 I can get real uh, – my athletic uh, background can get really com- uh, competitive in, a, in an argument. It's not a good trait that I have. Uh, but he's super level-headed and doesn't raise his voice and stuff like that. And uh, so it makes it makes our arguments very uh, – we joke a lot, but you've never heard two guys disagree for such a long time without saying, like, a bad word to each other or anything, you know? <laughs> and so, okay, but – we 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 like we also probably want to add to this uh, whole the actual question here of like how you know how to get doing this and I think if you're gonna look at the logistical side a little more too uh, I mean are you are you cool with me yeah yeah, okay. yeah so uh, if you look at that side of things uh, really their technology has made things uh, very uh, efficient and affordable I think so you have like cameras that'll do really cool things right now that are not super expensive there's a way to get into that kind of thing uh, pretty pretty easily um and then but the main thing here is you got to tell a good story you have to figure out uh it doesn't have to be like some steve ranella story it doesn't have to be something that's so deep and almost like on a different intellectual level uh but it, it needs to you know, people need to be able to follow and understand what's going on and, and so you have to you have to truly like KC said you have to commit to the whole process of learning how to do that and then commit to the story and the filming and all that and if you're not if you're not sure about it then i would probably just go hunting because because <laughs> it's it's way more fun to do that you know and but if you really I, i'm pretty hard-headed which is why I learned the guitar, you know, because all my buddies, they kind of stopped once their fingers started hurting it, and I was hard-headed my way through it, you know. And that's the same way with this stuff, too. I've actually been doing hunting video, like, as a professional uh, pursuit, at least, since about 2011. So I've been doing it a long time. It doesn't – and, Parker, I think you and Drew might have kind of gone off on a little tangent about this. But, dude, it takes, it takes five years to build almost any business. Right. And so you can't just expect that you're going to do it for two years and see what happens. Right. That's what guys say a lot. It, you have to you have to be committed to do it for a long time. And your wife has to commit to that, too. That's a big part of it. And so, uh, you know, those are some of the struggles that you could definitely overcome outside of that. You know, you just got to hunt a lot, like KC said. Yeah. And probably establish the goals, too, in there yeah, as well, yeah. because and Tyler's really good at this goal thing. I, I'm much of a too much of a throw it at the wall, see if it sticks type guy. It's just kind of my personality. I'm kind of all over the place. But um, it might be the uh, ADHD Tyler was talking about. <laughs> not, not diagnosed by any means, but, um, you know, um, if you want to do some filming with your buddies and y'all just want to have some memories to share and be able to look at, that's awesome. And don't, don't put too much emphasis on the cost of that. Yeah. Yeah, and I would, I would definitely – I would definitely agree with that. Like these days I went to a, I went to a creative conference a couple of years ago and they were talking about, um, they were talking about the, the quality of the content that most people are 
consuming these days with mm -hmm. iPhones and TikTok, Instagram reels, things like that. People aren't really all that concerned necessarily about the quality. Uh, and it kind of goes back to what, what you said a little bit ago, Tyler, like, like it, it is 100% about the story. If you can tell a good story on an iPhone, like I, I feel like there's people out there that are making a living with their iPhone right now yes, that's crazy, content man. on no doubt on instagram yeah, absolutely um fellas yeah well i mean even even like some of the most viewed youtube videos are iphones yeah like they're iphone videos absolutely yeah yep. yeah fellas i really appreciate you guys coming on we want to respect your time tonight um yeah. man where can people watch if, if somebody doesn't know where can they watch this uh this whole buck truck series that we, we've been talking about hey, yeah real quick uh can you I was, I mean, you don't always get to do this without people getting weird about it, but like, I'd like to hear what you guys have going on too. You know what I mean? So if y'all want to talk about I'd plug a few things right now, I'm, I'm uh, in the blame for these shameless plugs right now. <laughs> so you just want us to name what we do. You want us just to say Dude, what we I, do. No, I want you to, I want you to send people where you want to send them. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know Parker, you said the other day, you got a bunch of stuff. That's just in the in the it's in the magazine, but it's not in the chamber, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're doing the same thing, man. We're we're holding up video until the end of the year, um, or until deer season. Uh, a lot of people yeah. haven't seen a lot of the bucks that we've that I've killed. Uh, Matt had a rough season last year, and so his videos are going to be a little bit less. But um, you know, the turkeys we uh, had great seasons. Everybody had good season. We're going to hold that until next spring um just kind of trying to get on similar to what you guys are talking about like i want to be able to to make videos that are that are better than a video that i had to just put together in a few minutes because i had to get ready to go hunt you know the next trip trying to put out these semi live things so i've, I've taken a lot of what you what you guys have done um with this i saw that y'all were doing that this year and i was like man that's a good idea um and so, so we're doing that on both deer and turkey content, which is uh, cool. which is pretty cool. It's awesome, man. Well, yeah. And then also too, y'all, Parker would never say this, and he because he's a terrible self promoter. Admittedly, yeah. he told me this. Okay, that's why I'm giving y'all the chance, right now. Like, I knew, I knew he, he, he Parker has a creative design company called Whitey Hawk Creative. That if you need anything done, logo wise, website wise, anything like that, y'all, I'm telling you, man, like. I know, I know the some of the outdoor world kind of knows about it just due to you know I'm putting out stuff on Facebook and things like that, and um, but it's it's top notch stuff, and uh, so and he's blushing right now, and, and it's okay, Man. you know. And so <laughs> it's but, not going to top uh, my logo. I feel like we, the I best, feel like we're having a moment one. over here now. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Yo, hey, a moment time, he really is. Gosh, his yeah. logo skills are insane, man. Well, they, hey, they, they seriously are, y'all. Yeah, he's done some t-shirts for us, and they're awesome. If you've uh, purchased an Element t-shirt, there's a high likelihood that Parker McDonald has a, a hand in that or thinks it's that. Yeah, yeah. I was, so, I was gonna, I was gonna transition right back and say you can go and find one of these designs that they're talking about, probably somewhere on the Element website. Let's go, dude. They just send it over. He is Golly, a He is <laughs> for the people. So for the if people. You, <laughs> if you uh, do care to go watch us uh, have a lot of fun and make shoot some deer, uh, Buck Truck is the place for you. Um, it's going to air every Tuesday uh, from now until about June. 
or fruit juice, yeah, right? Fruit juice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, it's going to be Tuesday at noon central is when this stuff goes out. So on the meat eater, on the meat eater channel, that's right. So, uh, if you don't know what meat eater is, it's a, it's a Steve Rennell and all of the guys, and uh, we put, we're putting some stuff on their YouTube channel. And there's also stuff that's going on our YouTube channel as well, which is the Element YouTube channel. Just search Element Hunting, and it'd be the fastest way to find that stuff. Man, appreciate you fellas. Y'all are awesome. Love what you guys are doing. Uh, I can't wait to watch even more of it. Hey, thanks, Mark. Thank we we so appreciate the yeah. opportunity to hang, get on here and hang out and have some fun, guys. Thanks yeah. so much. Man, yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Southern Ground Hunting Podcast. You can keep up with Southern Ground Hunting by following us on Facebook or Instagram or subscribing to the YouTube channel. And you can be sure to check us out at southerngroundhunting.com to pick up some of our merch, read some blog articles, and all that good stuff. I truly hope you enjoyed this week's episode, and we'll see you here again next week. Remember that God gave you dominion over the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and the beasts of the earth. So go out and exercise that dominion. We will talk to you next week. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.